I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. It's time for us to get together virtually and set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes, unless you're driving or operating some kind of heavy machinery. So take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your worries go. Let any tension in your body go, and let. Your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. So take another deep breath in, and exhale out loud with a sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. Hello, my dear audience, or welcome back to another episode of To Be Honest. And as usual, a very warm a welcome to our first-time listeners. Today's topic is why people take things personally, and how to not take things too personally. Let me start by sharing a recent study by scientists who looked closely at responses to both approving and disapproving videos involving social evaluations. Researchers analyzed the activity of 60 participants while they watched videos in which people expressed positive, negative, and neutral statements that tapped into basic emotions. The results showed that criticism hurt 
everybody. Now let's face it. While some comments or actions are actually offensive, no doubt. However, if you find that your feelings are hurt very often, or you tend to assume that someone meant to cause you emotional harm, it is possible that you are prone to taking things too personally. Now, my audience. Taking things personally often stems from various psychological factors, and people may interpret situations in a way that makes them feel personally attacked or criticized. So let me share with you some common psychological reasons for this tendency. Number one. Self-loathing or negative self-talk or internal dialogue. So, my audience, what is your internal dialogue like? Now, we might constantly tell ourselves we are not good enough, or it's always our fault. Most of us grow up learning that the only way to be successful in life is to be tough on ourselves, and inevitably, this leads to a subtle but powerful habit of negative self-talk. I'm sure you have seen it in the Hollywood movies. It's like the drill sergeant hurling insults at his new recruits in order to make men out of them. So many of us adopt a similar attitude toward ourselves. We think that if we are tough enough on ourselves, it will motivate us to succeed. Unfortunately, it's not true. Being harsh and judgmental with yourself actually decreases performance. Why? Because, as I mentioned earlier, not only it can lead to a lifelong habit of negative self-talk, and worst of all, all the other side effects that go with it, such as anxiety, low self-esteem, and yes, you guessed it, taking things too personally. So that will lead us to number two reason for the tendency of taking things too personally, and that would be low self-esteem. Let me just give you an example. Let's say someone with low self-esteem may interpret constructive criticism as a personal attack on their worth. For instance, if a colleague suggests improvements to their work. They might feel that their competence is being questioned, and leading them to take it personally. The next reason might be insecurity. More often than not, an insecure person may perceive even innocent comments or jokes as veiled criticisms. For example. If someone jokes about an individual's age in a light-hearted manner, the insecure person might take it as a serious comment on their age, leading to a personal reaction. Next reason can be past traumas. Individuals with past traumatic experiences may be more sensitive to certain topics or behaviors. For instance, someone who has experienced bullying in the past might take any teasing, even in a friendly context, 
as a personal attack due to their past emotional wounds. Thereby, healing one's past wounds will definitely prevent one from taking things personally. Another reason might be perfectionism. Now, perfectionists often tie their self-worth to their achievements. If they receive feedback or criticism on their work, they might perceive it as a reflection of their character rather than an assessment of the task. So this can lead to taking feedback personally. Another reason is cognitive distortions. Now, my audience, certain cognitive distortions, such as mind reading or personalization assumptions, can contribute to taking things personally. If someone assumes that others are constantly thinking negatively about them or blaming them for things, they may interpret neutral comments as personal attacks. Another reason is need for approval. Individuals who strongly seek approval from others may be more prone to taking things personally. If they perceive any form of disapproval, whether real or imagined, they might feel rejected and therefore take it personally. Since I have a global audience, maybe it's a good idea to explain the term personal. Personal generally refers to something related to or directly concerning an individual. So when we talk about taking things personally, it usually means interpreting situations, comments, or actions as if they are specifically directed at us or reflect our worth as individuals. Now, discerning when to take things personally and when not to can be challenging. Nevertheless, there are special practical considerations, and let me share them with you. Number one is to consider the intention. Let's say someone offers constructive feedback to help you improve a task. Their intention is likely positive. So it might be more constructive for you to view it as an opportunity for growth rather than a personal attack, right? Besides, it also depends on who is giving you the feedback. Another good tip is to evaluate the context. If you find a colleague seems distant during a meeting, it might be due to external factors such as stress or personal issues. So understanding the context can help you avoid personalizing their behavior. Communication is key. Talk to the person before you jump to conclusion and take it personally. To be honest, for many of us, because we do not like having difficult conversations or simply we don't know how, then we opted to just jump to conclusions and take it personally instead of clarifying with the person. Next is to check for generalization. 
If someone makes a general statement about a group or a situation, it may not be directed at you personally. So avoid assuming that every comment or situation is a direct reflection of your character. All right. The next consideration is to separate opinions from facts. If someone disagrees with your opinion on a topic, it doesn't necessarily mean they are attacking your personality, right? People have different perspectives, and disagreements are a natural part of communication. So you don't have to take it personally. Another consideration is to question assumptions. If someone doesn't respond to a message promptly, rather than assuming they are ignoring you, consider alternative explanations such as being busy or having technical difficulties. Remember, you don't know what is going on in other people's lives, right? So the next consideration is consider emotional state. Now, if someone is upset or stressed, their words or actions may not accurately reflect their true feelings about you. So, understanding that their emotional state can influence behavior can help you not take it personally. Having said that, just make sure the individual does not do that regularly. Otherwise, maybe there's something else you have to examine. Next consideration is to reflect on sensitivity levels. If you are particularly sensitive to criticism, you might need to consciously remind yourself that not all feedback is a personal attack. Reflect on your own sensitivity levels and work on building resilience. When in doubt, seek clarification. If a comment or action leaves you feeling hurt or confused, consider asking for clarification before jumping to conclusions. Like I said earlier, open communication can prevent misunderstandings and unnecessary conflict. Next consideration is to identify your own patterns. Let's say you notice a pattern of similar situations or comments causing you to take things personally. It could be worth exploring deeper issues such as self-esteem or past experiences that may be influencing、uh, your reactions. Another consideration is to acknowledge cultural differences. Cultural norms and communication styles vary. And what might seem like a personal criticism in one culture could be a straightforward comment in another. Be aware of cultural differences to avoid misinterpretation. And the last consideration I'm going to share is to focus on self-improvement. Have a growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset. If feedback or criticism is directed at your work or even behavior rather than your character, use it as an opportunity for self-improvement rather than internalizing it as a personal attack and take it personally. 
So my audience, now you have these factors and examples to consider. Use them because it can help you develop a more nuanced and discerning approach to situations, allowing you to navigate interpersonal interactions more effectively and avoid unnecessary stress or emotional distress. Another thing you can do is to cultivate a positive mindset. Foster a positive mindset by focusing on gratitude. The glass half full rather than half empty. Focus on the things that you already have. Speak positive affirmations or think positive affirmations. Because a positive outlook can make it easier to brush off perceived negativity. Now the next one is going to be fun. Thicken your skin. Develop a thicker emotional skin by gradually exposing yourself to situations that may trigger personal reactions. Of course, take it slow. Take baby steps in the beginning. Over time, this exposure can desensitize you and make you less prone to taking things personally. And the most important one is to practice self-compassion. Treat yourself with kindness and understanding. Acknowledge that everyone makes mistakes, and it's okay not to be perfect. Practicing self-compassion can reduce the impact of external criticism on your self-esteem. So, my audience, remember. Breaking the habit of taking things personally is a gradual process, and it requires consistent self-awareness, effort, and self-reflection. It's about building resilience, maintaining a healthy perspective, and choosing not to let external events define your sense of self-worth. So, if it's indeed your self-worth that is at stake here. Seek professional help. Thank you for listening, my audience. And until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to practice not to take things so personally. So bye for now. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D R B A R B A R A K I A O. dot com.